So it is Friday the 13th of December. I'm in London for the 200th episode of Being Freelance. And this episode of Being Freelance is supported by FreeAgent, the online accounting software that puts you in control of your freelancer finances. If you want to claim your one-month free trial, visit freeagent.com slash beingfreelance. This episode is also supported by With Jack. They help keep you in business by supporting you financially or legally if you have problems with a client. Get the freelance insurance you deserve. A WithJack policy has zero cancellation fees and monthly plans, so you have complete control over your protection. Visit withjack.co.uk and be a confident freelancer. But right now, let me just head down here uh, into the underpinned offices where they have transformed their offices into a venue for the freelancers' Christmas party. That kicks off at 7, but at 6 o'clock, lots of people will be arriving for the 200th live episode. I can't believe 200! It sneaks up on you! Um, Yeah, it'll be five years in January since I've been doing this podcast, and I just want to say thank you so much to every single one of my guests who has given up their time and shared their stories and experiences to help make a difference. Uh, Clearly, it couldn't have happened without them, nor could it have happened without you listening to it. If you enjoyed these podcasts, please do let other people know about them, share them, and you can also jump on to perhaps Apple Podcasts or wherever you get them and leave a review. That would be amazing. But lots of people often get in touch and say, how can they support the podcast? And I always say, oh, it's fine. But I have finally cracked and set up a donations page. If you go to beingfreelance.com slash coffee, you can basically leave a donation. We'll buy me some coffee and biscuits. Uh, It's this time of year. Maybe I'll go for a mince pie. But yes, please, uh, if you fancy doing that, really, you don't have to at all. But if you fancy doing that, go to beingfreelance.com slash coffee coffee and uh, and you can find all of the details there right now though um yeah let's uh, let's move on shall we and go to future me who is probably nervously excited <laughs> hoping people have turned up to listen to his guest kieran lewis who is one half of the creative um I don't know, what would you call them? Creative duo, I guess, Olga and Kay. So yeah, that coming up, here's future Steve. If he's figured out how to plug all the leads in correctly. It is time for the Being Freelance 200th episode live in London. And very grateful to Underpin for hosting and for my guest for being here, we have got Kieran Lewis. Hey, Kieran. Hello, hello. Kieran, meet the beautiful people, beautiful people, Kieran. Although, you, you kind of go by the name K, right? Sounds like an alter ego, yeah. <laughs> Should I be calling you K? You can call me K. Only okay. grandma calls me Kieran, to be fair, it's weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I know that because originally tonight we were going to have Olga and K, but... Uh, Olga, so um, basically Olga and Kay, two freelancers who work independently, but they also collaborate. But Olga, where's Olga? Olga is on a photo shoot in Marrakesh, casually. So uh, yeah, I thought I'd come along in there. <laughs> Marrakesh or Hackney? Marrakesh or... <laughs> 
So anyway, um, Olga's not here, but we're going to hear part of your story anyway. So as ever, <laughs> how about we get started hearing how you got started being freelance? Sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's one of those questions. Uh, so graduated seven, eight years ago. Um, and off the bat of that, uh, just basically doing loads of work for friends, you know, finding out what's going on online, social media. Um, and then obviously doing loads of work, uh, in a sense, for free, just for exposure, which sounds like a really rubbish thing to do. I don't have to swear on this, but the idea obviously doing loads of work just for exposure and then realising actually, if I'm doing all this work, let's actually charge for it properly. Um, which is where I started to do more and more work as I got older, and then I met Olga along the journey, who is a much... Uh, better freelancer in a sense she has her priorities straight in terms of financially and how she does it she has an accountant she's proper legit I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of winging it basically um, to next thing but but yeah I mean together we kind of you know come together and do Olga and K. okay so how long have you been to put everything in perspective how long have you been freelancing I've been freelancing for eight years and when did you and Olga start collaborating we met uh, four years ago okay on a photo shoot. so let's concentrate on that first bit how did you go about finding your first Clients. So, in fact, actually, so it stemmed off from, uh, so when I was 19, I used to do a summer job in the Barbican uh, for an advertising agency. And every summer I would go back, because um, it, it was, at the time, my girlfriend's dad, who was CEO, people you know, right? Um, so, utilised that. Um, and then, obviously, whilst at university, still able to do some freelance work for them. Uh, so, there's a lot of advertising work. So, back then, it was Flash. I don't know if you guys know much Flash, but... Uh, very, very old school work. And it was doing stuff for MasterCard, um, doing stuff for Mr. Your campaign. Um, but obviously doing that whilst at university. So it was kind of not, it was freelance of course, but it was almost like a, a taster into what it would be like if I want to make this actually a, a full-time gig. That's the uh, full-time gig police yeah. coming to, to <laughs> check you out. So how did it evolve? Like, what, what did you decide to do? Um, so I guess off the bat of that, it was, um, I'm one of those guys, I, I, I live by to-do lists, really weird, um, to-do list, and I love to network, and I hate that word network actually, just meeting people for coffee, um, and I found that once, when I was at university, especially second and third year, first year's always a bit of a dos, right, but second and third year, I um, was active on LinkedIn, and Tumblr and pretty much every platform that creators would basically be on, um, and then just finding people within my industry or in my field um, who I wanted to share work with who I wanted to kind of you know get their experience um, and I literally sporadically kind of emailed as many people as I can um, just saying would you like to grab a coffee and it was that's my kind of like starting block in terms of networking meeting people and after the bat of that that actually led to a lot of freelance work just literally casually having a coffee and then showing my work and getting the feedback and then um, and yeah kind of grew from there and they came knocking so how how did you turn that into a business though mm. Other than keeping the receipts for all the coffee. <laughs> I mean, I don't really pay for the coffee. I was quite good, actually. Um, I guess to an, to an extent, it kind of came to a point where, you know, obviously you've got all these, well, I won't say all these clients. It was, I mean, I'm fresh out of university, so still kind of finding my feet to an extent. Um, and it was a case of kind of having, you know, all these people that I've, I've kind of networked and utilised and thinking, okay, where can I you know, be the best at what I can do for that certain project. Um, so primarily I work on magazines, editorial is what I do. Um, but with these people that I met along my journey, it was some was digital work, some was branding work, logo design. Um, and then, yeah, kind of utilising that route, really. Four, so about four years mm. you're working solo. Yeah. 
What, what were you doing? Were you working from home? Were yeah, you yeah, no, from... sure. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so I spent, so when I first graduated from university, that job I mentioned that I was doing for summer, um, they offered me a job um, straight out of university. So that was a bit of luck there, really. So I did that for a year. Realised, okay, whilst I'm doing that, obviously I'm doing my freelance that I gathered whilst at university. And then it got to a point where, okay, how about I make this actually a thing? Still living at home, because there's no way at the time I could have, you know, been, you know, living in East London whilst, whilst freelance at the time. Um, so it was a case of being at home, freelancing, um, and obviously making, you know, as much money as I can, trying to build up a portfolio and build up a bit of a platform for myself. Um, and obviously meeting Olga was kind of a bit of the glue in terms of like actually a bit of structure. Because at the moment, up until then, I was doing a lot of work and getting paid for it, but things like tax and all that, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it just goes a bit over my head. Um, so yeah, a lot of it was, obviously it was, it was taxed, completely taxed, of course, legit, <laughs> making sure I put that out there. Um, but obviously, you know, le- it was a learning curve. I've got to be truthfully honest. It was, I had no major, major skill, barring obviously a degree obviously of graphic design and you know that, but I had no idea I'd be doing freelance for a long period of time. I thought, you know, well, I'm doing some work for friends, they need some stuff doing from family as well, do that and then see where I go with it. And then organically, things kind of grew. So actually, so would you say you didn't actually feel like you were a business or anything until you met Olga? Yeah, but even the word business, I mean, yeah, to an extent, it is a business, of course. The only reason why I'm saying that business is just, I'm thinking like, oh God, it's like The Apprentice. But I think it's that idea of, you know, we love to do work that we enjoy to do and obviously get paid for it. Um, and of course that is a business to an extent, but it's, you know, we, how myself and especially with Olga as well, how we work is that it's all about, you know, the basic people skills. You know, we could work with Tom, Dick and Harry, but if that connection is not really there, then I probably don't want to do, you know, that much work for you because there's just, just no vibe, um, if that makes sense. Um, so a lot of the work that we do, we do a lot of work with homeless charities as well um, and with the Westminster City Council that we do. Um, it's all kind of come from, you know, having conversations, um, them sort of scoping us out, us scoping them out. Um, and we've kind of been doing that now for a few years onwards and it's continual work, so it's good. So how did you meet Olga? Yeah, so we, oh God, it's gonna sound so cheesy now. We met on a photo shoot because I used to do a bit of a, and don't laugh, a bit of modeling back in the oh, day. I see. Back in the day, back in the day. Um, and she was a photographer on the day. And I, I mean, this was, you know, going back a few years now and Something happened that morning on my route to that shoot. Bearing in mind, obviously, didn't know I was going to be there. And it wasn't a good morning for me. And I was in that mood where I knew I had to do a shoot. And obviously, it's paid, it's paid gig. But thinking, right, OK, let me just quickly do this and get out, you know? And I got there, and I just still wasn't in the mood. And Olga was a photographer at the time. And she was saying, all these things kind of make me laugh. And we were talking, and I thought, actually, she's really cool. And we started talking about, um, obviously, my line of work, graphic design, she had been a photographer. We swapped numbers and then we met up um, like, I think it was a month after that shoot at Southbank. And then we started to think about, you know what, how about we just, at the time, it was no idea of starting a business, that's for sure. But it was the idea of, okay, I'm a graphic designer, you're a photographer. We are both interested in documenting the space around us, community-wise. Why don't we just try and do a few projects off the bat of that? Um, Also, I mean, kind of, so background-wise, Olga's from Latvia. Uh, I'm from South London, Brixton. Uh, the two very, very different, obviously, you can imagine. And I think that was a, a talking point for us, you know, learning about the differences of the upbringings and, you know, how you view community and society. Um, so on the back of that, a lot of the projects we do is actually in essence of that in terms of documenting, which is why we do a lot of homeless projects and things like that, you know. 
So how? But it's one thing meeting for a drink and thinking, yeah, we should do some stuff together. But how did you actually make that? What, put it, put it to. Yeah. Position. How did you actually end up working together? Do you know, I want to give you some like profound, deep meaning. But generally, I remember we met up at South Bank and we just we had a few beers. We just got talking. We just thought, let's just do something. Like I know it sounds like a, right. Okay, how much things you need to do to make it happen? But we just because at the time as well, I was obviously doing a bit of modelling. Um, and I was working full-time, but I remember thinking, so that job I was in at the time was an advertising agency in London. I won't say names, because I don't want to brand them as a bad one, but they were, they were a good agency, well, at the time. But I remember thinking to myself, oh God, like this job is a bit soul-destroying, but obviously it's, it's, it's paying what it's paying. So why can, what can I do outside of that realm of full-time, which is why I was doing the freelance. And then when obviously I met Olga, it just made sense to do more projects that I enjoy doing on the side and then with Olga and seeing where that goes. But how did you actually get the work? So me and Olga, it's the same as she's obviously not here today, but how we were, Olga's a very, Olga's a very cool character, first of all. So Latvian born, very, very chilled, very, her thinking is very clinical. I'm more of a, um, I don't want to say winging it, but it's more of a, you know, Olga's the kind of a, the, the brains, but to an extent, that sounds terrible, doesn't it, on my part, but more the brains. But I think it's more of a case of when, you know, trying to find clients. A lot of it was obviously emailing people, but also a lot of it was actually going back through people we've met individually and thinking, okay, you know we've done work for you individually, but now we're actually a collaboration. And nine times out of ten, when someone wants a piece of work doing, if it's graphic design, you can kind of swindle a bit of photography in there as well. There's, there's, there's so many things you can kind of utilize in terms of skill sets. And it made sense to kind of go back to those people and say, cool, you know what? We're actually a collaborative. Do you want to do some more work with us? And then, yeah, it came off the bat of that. But one thing was, was probably the, I guess the catalyst as it all was working with uh, Westminster City Council, um, who, it, again, it was the whole networking thing. It was that kind of vibe. And they are a lovely group of guys. And that actually was, that's why we're quite grateful because when we met, uh, when we went to a, an event hosted by Westminster City Council, and we met so many people who needed graphic designers or photographers because, you know, the council are not really the most creative of people, you can imagine. Um, and then when they knew, because actually we went to an event where everyone's from different fields and backgrounds, and myself and Olga were kind of in the corner, like the only creatives in the room. Um, and then obviously everyone has to get up on stage and say what they do, what not. And um, this is going to sound really cheesy, but this is God's honest truth. Once we got up and mentioned about we're creative, you know, we're a photographer, a graphic designer. Um, my God, the amount of people that sort of swarmed at the end and just saying, okay, I need this doing, can we do it right now? I'm thinking, yeah, drop, drop us an email and see what happens. Um, and in a way we thought, okay, this is, this is quite cool now. But obviously bearing in mind, we, were, we didn't just want to jump on any project that came our way because we're quite selective to an extent where... You know, I work full time anyway, so it's an extent where you know this is not my um, my main source of income, if that makes sense. But it's more of a case of doing work that I generally enjoy. Um, so that's where we kind of you know met people at the event, and then we worked from there. Ah, uh, okay. So you think the fact that you were working full time gave you that permission, I guess, to be picky? A little, yeah. To, I mean, without sounding too you know Kanye West about it, it was more of a. If that's a thing, I just said that. I don't know why I said that. Um, but yeah, I guess it's almost like cushioning because obviously full-time, you know you're guaranteed, you know, your income's coming in. And with freelance, it's, it was a case of, you know, at the time, full-time wasn't really cutting it for me because um, I was a junior designer at the advertising agency I mentioned. The work was great to an extent because obviously it's big clients, things like Land Rover, Ikea, Boots, really good clients. But when you're a junior at an advertising agency like that, if anyone's from, you know, advertising agency, especially if you're a junior, small cog in a big machine 
Um, and I realized actually, if I'm gonna be doing work that I really wanna be doing, freelance is kind of the way forward. And how did you, did you present yourself as Olga and Kay, like from the off? Yeah, we did. Cause I mean, we, I remember actually we had a, um, we had a catch up and we thought, you know, obviously branding ourselves and pick up business cards and we had all these different types of names. And then we thought actually, Olga is quite a short word. K is quite a short word. Just, you know, why, why make it more complicated than it really needs to be? Um, so yeah, off the bat, it's literally Olga and K. So did you have like a company name to start with? Yeah. Did, uh, did you oh try God. it? We had a few names. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the names we had now. I have my little moleskin book writing all these names down. Um, but Olga and K was literally... And were they company names? As in like brand names, as in not personal? Do you know what they... A mixture of both. Because I remember we had lists and lists of different names but the names weren't just randomly sporadically picked out of the air they're all names that had meaning to in, personally as well um and then utilizing obviously because olga's from latvia i'm from brixton it was the idea of whatever we did there'll be an ampersand and in the middle um so it obviously represents obviously collaboration and then utilizing both sets of upbringings and culture um so we had so many different names but you know just literally keep it simple olga and k plus when we do events we give talks it's kind of obvious who's olga and who's k uh, do you know what I mean to an extent um, so that kind of worked well for us and did you form like do you work as a company or do you, like how formal did yeah. you guys get we did I mean so, so Olga's got an accountant um, which again it kind of works for Olga and Kay and that part um, so we registered obviously as a, as a business um, and and yeah I mean it was you know we've been doing this for a good part of our you know a good few years now hmm. uh, I mean first and foremost we're close friends very good friends um, in fact, I'm going to go off piece now. I hope not too much. So her housemate um, just finished her degree at master's. My fiancé was in her group at university. So that's how I met my fiancé through Olga's housemate. Um, so we're all kind of nicely linked together in a, in a sense. So we all hang out and yeah, we work together, but you know, we're mates um, and we trust each other. So it's all good. This would make a good Netflix show, you realise. <laughs> but that's interesting in itself because just because you're friends doesn't mean that you're going to work well together. Yeah. Like, has it just been plain sailing or have you had to figure out how how to work together yeah i mean for sure i mean we it's weird now because we never had any arguments now we're gonna have an argument literally off this podcast but <laughs> it it was a case of um you know just scoping you know just find out you know who we are what do we want to do because there was no there was no facade around what we really want to get out of this it was more of a case of you know generally i wanted to do something different to what i'm doing at full time olga felt the same way as well we just thought let's come together and, and make the most of it. You know, we do work very well together. Um, you know, she she's the kind of person, like I said, who is very uh, her brain works in a in a very strategic like way. Um, and together, we, you know, we're a very good balance for sure. Um, and it actually reminds me because we did a we did a recording at BBC Radio London a year ago, and we had to talk about the project that we did for the homeless project. I remember that whilst you're sort of sat around BBC Radio London with the microphones there and whatnot. I definitely went off piece and I was talking about Netflix and all kind of gave me a little nudge like, okay, like this is cool, but we're literally going off piece now. Let's go back to what we're doing. Um, I mean, there was a linkage to Netflix to what I was saying, but definitely went off, definitely she's, went off piece. Like I am right now. She's um, keeping you yeah. on. <laughs> In my head, I can hear her now. It's just like, shut up. <laughs> but yeah. So are you still full-time employed freelancing on the side? Yes, I am indeed. And so how do you find fitting the two together? Balance. Um, quite well. I mean, I so I also do a lot of volunteering. Um, so TEDx Houston is something that's quite close to my heart. Um, to get a background, what that is. So you've probably heard of TED, obviously TED Talks. TED give a lot of funding to different initiatives, you know, all around the, 
around the world. Um, and TEDx Houston primarily focuses on the African continent. Um, so it was the idea of kind of breaking that stigma, of what it means to you know be from Africa, and you know what it's you know what it's about. Um, so I worked whilst doing Ogre and K, whilst doing full time, also the TEDx Houston team, um, doing that project, and that was incredible. I mean, that we just literally done our tenth anniversary, um, which we had Bishopsgate, which was. 800 people in attendance. And literally, I mean, the people we had on stage were, you know, people doing amazing things on the continent, whether it was science, music, you know, poetry, just really cool people doing really good things that people over here might not necessarily hear about. Um, so we fly them out, give talks, and well, they give talks, I should say. Um, obviously my role is to help with the branding and the magazine work, which is there. And Olga does that as well? Olga helps the photography as well. So it was funny because I, I started doing TEDx Houston first before Olga did. And then obviously I brought Olga in because that conversation came up where they said, right, we need a photographer. And I thought, well, hang on, there's only one person in my mind that comes to, to mind. Um, so obviously Olga's been doing it about a year just after I did it. Mm -hmm. So that's voluntary. That's voluntary, yeah, yeah. But does it feed, like, has work come off the back of that? Has that helped you? In so much, yeah. So, I mean, I, I joined the TEDx team three years ago. Um, and obviously we're an active group of volunteers um, and obviously whenever we have an event I do the magazine work and obviously there's about 800 plus people that attend um, and we're able to kind of credit ourselves within the magazine um, so you can kind of see where I'm going obviously 800 people you know have a magazine credited by who, us it's yeah it came in I'm not going to say it flooded in but they definitely had a lot of work off the bat of doing that yeah is there ever, ever a thing where like you kind of feel like you've got so much potential but you're you're still in a full-time role do you know what i i honestly no because i'll tell you why so i'm at a point now where i have been freelancing for a period of time and i've obviously been you know out of university for a period of time and i've had a scope of what it is in both whether it's freelance and full-time i'm at that point now where you know i try not to obviously over think things way too much and when there is space of time to, to then do these projects um, I mean I say that and I just recently got engaged so obviously now wedding planning too <laughs> so there's a lot of things happening in terms of my, my hemisphere but but yeah it's it's I, I'm finding the balance a lot more now than I did when I first started freelancing out of university and I think it comes with age to be fair just so you kind of know what's what <laughs> what needs to be prioritised yeah the balance so you you feel like your work-life balance because that's, that's the thing when you're working full-time and then you're working on these projects and then you're volunteering on that there is no switch there, there is as well you've got to make switch off isn't there switch off time because it's, it's so easy to just get consumed by okay right all these people are coming to me right it's pay so just just do it but then you think okay money's cool but actually you've got to think of your own well-being you, you know your livelihood are you having a social life all these elements which makes you a human being it's just and to be truthfully honest, there was a weird glitch, you know, in period of my life where I was doing so much work. I was almost like, you know, just locked off from the outside world, just tucked away, Netflix, laptop, just going crazy. And then I realized, okay, okay, there needs to be a bit of balance towards this. And, you know, just again, meeting Olga, she has the balance so perfectly well. I'm kind of learning off Olga, even though we've known each other for so many years, I'm still learning a lot from her as well. That's cool. Um, what would you say has been like the biggest challenge of being freelance? Um, biggest challenge, biggest challenge. I, I mean, I want to say the, the financial side of things is obviously quite... Because in a way, it's almost... So I, for anyone here who does watch it, so I watch The Apprentice, right? And I'm, again, I'm, I'm totally going off pizza, but there's a reason why. Um, so the idea of kind of, you know, being good at negotiating and 
like that idea of, I always find that a, a funny period whenever you get a, a new client because, okay, they know what I can do, I know what they do. We've, did, we've sort of ticked off all the bits that we need to do. Now let's talk about the, the, you know, the, the crux of it, pay. And you find yourself with certain clients, not all, but you find yourself with certain clients, a bit of a battle because obviously they've got a budget and obviously, which is totally fine, we can work within that, but they need to understand within that budget, you're going to get a certain type of, well, you know, a much work as you're going to get. Um, some kind of clients want the world for a very small budget and you kind of have to, you know, get, you know, be more thick skinned and say, right, is it worth reading my time? Just being totally real about it because there's no point of doing all this work if it's not really reflecting how much you should be paid, if that makes sense. Um, so that's probably one difficulty um, that I think we've kind of, you know, found a way through it now, but yeah. you always find, you never know which client you're going to get and you never know their perspective on what they're going to go with it because you get some people who are just stone cold, right, we're not, we're not budging. And we're like, cool, well, neither are we. And then actually someone kind of eventually gives up. How do you find... You, how do you say that to them though? Like when they're saying, "Oh, we've only got this amount of money." Do you know what? There is, again, with myself and Olga, how we work. We don't. I, I is it good cop, bad cop? A little bit. I don't kind of beat around the bush in a sense, but to, to to an extent. But I think it's more just being honest and being transparent. There's no facade about it. It's you know, we're only going to say things that are fair, and we're not going to try and charge the world if it's actually not you know that in terms of the scope of the work. Um, and I think people people will know if you're trying to, you know, Billy B them. Do you know what I mean? Billy bullshit them, if I can say that. Can I say you that? You can say that, it's Oh, fine. great, I've been doing this all the time. Yeah, basically, people will know if you can, you know, Billy bullshit. <laughs> um, we're doing that a lot now. Um, and I think that's kind of, me as a person, that's how I like to work, you know? I'm, I'm not going to try and pretend, if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to try and, you know, otherwise I look like an idiot. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of, you, you get what you get when you meet myself and Olga on initial initial stance cool um, by the way as ever with all of our guests if you check out beingfreelance.com there's links through so that you can check out the work like that project with the homeless that you did oh, it's so cool um, uh, and I know you've brought some of it along as well uh, now I always do this thing where I ask for three facts about yourself <laughs> to make two true and one a lie and let me figure out the lie I've got some help to help me figure out the lie tonight uh, and one of them is wearing lie detecting glasses thank you for wearing those <laughs> see the flashing on the, light, the red light flashing in the corner <laughs> um, so what have you got for us right I've had to write this down so it's in no particular order right so first one no so, do the true one first uh, <laughs> crikey right no particular order now so in 2014 I had the opportunity to pitch a business idea to Margaret Mumford from BBC's Apprentice she's actually a big softie um, so don't believe what you see on the TV next one um, I'm not going to read from that I know what it is um, so I auditioned for uh, I auditioned for well hang on <laughs> did you just read the first one because it was a lie no no well do you know what okay <laughs> you say that but all three you will see I'm curious to know who finds the lie and who doesn't actually there's a prize in there for you so second one um, so I auditioned for uh, I don't know if you guys know Take Me Out on ITV yeah um, and uh, I got on to the show and on the morning of the actual recording I uh, had bottled like nerves and you I bottled it I bottled it basically okay um, and your third fact third one um, it's not actually looking at what was ah I know what it is I know what it is alright alright so again you're thinking like, maybe this is actually all game you know um, so my say. fiance, um, her cousins are basically he's a famous footballer. Uh, he plays for international for Spain, and he also plays for Arsenal. And off the bat of that, because of that's happening, I have done some freelance work for Arsenal. 
Okay. It might seem like one's a lie. Well, one is obviously a lie, but now you will see which one. I could ask you the name of the footballer, and I still wouldn't know. (laughs) If you're an Arsenal fan, to to be what's the name of the? Can I say? Yeah, what's the name of Dennis Suarez? For anyone who knows who Arsenal is. To be fair, you don't play them. I know Dennis Wise. Uh, okay. Completely. Uh, what was your song, if you were that close to coming, going yeah, on, yeah, take yeah. me out, what was the song that you chose to go down the love That's lift in? That's reflect so much about who I am now, isn't it? It was Gorgon City. It was the... Um, uh, I know, cheese. It's che- <laughs> no, you say that. No, no, no. In the crowd, you say that. But I tell you what, when I went for the... Oh, God, I'm saying what it is now. Shit. There and so you had your dance moves. Had a dance moves for the audition, yeah. Yeah, we've got, actually got that song lined up. We haven't told you. <laughs> with the DJ over there um, yeah. what was you know that bit where they have to show off a talent yeah. in, in quotation marks yeah, what was yeah, your yeah. talent right so I did it obviously in audition as well um, yo-yo I'm really good at yo-yo <laughs> I know how retro and how bloody hips that sounds but um, I've got a weird selection of like uh, yo-yos at home so I can do like some you, good tricks what's your best trick on the yo-yo <laughs> Wow. What was I mean, you? What were you hoping was gonna <laughs> impress the ladies? <laughs> impress the ladies. I mean, my yeah, my. my that's fiance, the that's the aim of the game. I don't know if you watched the, it. You know, the rock the cradle one actually. Yeah. Oh, what the cradle? Rock the cradle, walk the dog. You know, all those ones. As my well. fa- Yeah, okay, so, I believe um, you. Yeah. Um, Margaret Mountford. So, what did you do yeah. to Margaret? So, what did I do to? Did Margaret? Did you show her the yoga trick? Yo-yo, brother. <laughs> I didn't get the business off of that. Um, so I had to pitch an idea. So this was uh, two years ago. I had to pitch an idea, a business idea. Um, and it was part of uh, it was young. It's called Young Light Bulb Moment, and it was an, it was a competition, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was in Croydon, uh, and it was the idea we had to go there, pitch an idea uh, for two panel of judges. Bearing in mind it wasn't Margaret straight away, and for those who got shortlisted, we had an opportunity to pitch it to Margaret Marmford, who is a lovely lady. What was your pitch idea? Uh, it, so it was the bat of so at the time I did some more voluntary work. And it was, uh, it was all about the community. Um, so it was the idea of trying to bring people who are doing different things within the areas together through creativity. And, and the third one was about Arsenal. So I don't even know what to, to, to ask. So basically I helped towards the, with, the, with the new branding kit they've got. Um, Have they? Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> What's... Uh... Well, it's in collaboration with Adidas. You didn't design so, yeah. their kit. Are, you, are we doing? Are we doing now? Is this what the, you're? The yeah, I'm. Fr- that's the like, way this game yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you telling me you helped design the Arsenal kit? Right, I'll go into it now. Right, you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Are you sure you don't want to read it? <laughs> right. So if you think it was uh, Margaret, where he gave lots of detail, <laughs> cheer now. If you think it was the brilliant take me out one, clap now. Okay, if you think it was the Arsenal one that was Billy Bullshit or whatever you came up with earlier, uh, cheer now. Are you sure? Really? Well, it sounds like they think the last one is low. Is that the lie? It's a bit of truth, but mainly lie, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never totally designed for Arsenal. Yeah. No, I haven't. And I'm still disappointed you didn't go and take me out because I genuinely. Very close, that. though. Like, I think it was more of a case of when I talk, because obviously, I don't know if anyone's seen, you've probably seen this. Of show, course. Right? Well, some yeah. of us have got kids, so we don't go out. Um, so, <laughs> so we do watch that show. Because they obviously go back and they do a recording with your family, and your, yeah, so I had to obviously let mum know. Mum thought, what the hell, what are you doing? <laughs> And obviously, a lot of my a lot of my guy mates were for you know yeah do it it'd be a laugh you know why not why not and my girl mates were like just remember this will be on YouTube so if you make a fool of yourself if you do a yo tricks and it hits you in the eye or whatever <laughs> there's gonna be bloody retakes of this shit all the time so um, so yeah I just literally the morning of it I thought I'm not doing this but I was yeah I don't regret it because obviously I'm married now so yeah. <laughs> 
Well, not quite yet. Or engaged. You know. Until she has his podcast. She might mix with a lot of footballers. I don't want to get your hopes up. Um, Smooth. uh, (laughs) No, okay. Now, if you could tell your younger self one thing about being freelance, what would that be? Don't stress out too much. Don't stress out too much. And... I think it's the idea of, not, and a bit of a cliche, but the idea of not being afraid to make mistakes. I remember when I first graduated thinking, obviously I had my full-time job, so that was pretty much secured. But I was, I was so eager and just wanting to get as many clients and do loads of different things. And obviously in that process, you make mistakes and you can be quite hard on yourself. And looking back now, you know, it's, nothing's really changed. Obviously, you know, more skilled and more advanced and whatever, but yeah, you're literally where you are now. So don't take it, too seriously in that regards because you're forever learning right um and i think that is probably what i tell myself cool thank you so much for chatting to us tonight please give it up for kieran lewis k go to beingfreelance.com there are links through to everything that our guests uh, are always up to you can check out uh, Kieran's solo work but also with Olga as well we'll have to get Olga on the podcast oh, at some sure. point yeah, she was yeah. she. I mean I'm sure she's hating it in Marrakesh but fair, um, she's probably better at the game than I am to be fair so put out <laughs> no you're, you, they were good stories go to beingfreelance.com click through you can check out what Kieran or Kay uh, is up to so that's a beingfreelance.com where of course there is like two hundred episodes where you can now check out so please go back and uh, take a look at those as well do us a favor if you fancy over the christmas period leave us a review also thank you so much to underpin give it up for underpin by the way look at this place make sure you check out underpin they put on events all the time in this beautiful space and support um freelancers and i really like what they're doing so thank you so much for having us at the beginning of their christmas party for this year if you fancy joining us in the community go to beingfreelance.com click on the link and uh, follow us through to the community uh, lots of them have come and joined us here tonight so thank you so much for coming along you beautiful people but there we are episode 200 is done all i have to say is kieran thank you so much and all the best being freelance thank you, thank you for having me Well, there we go. Thank you so much to everybody who came down to be part of the audience. And uh, for you, for listening, if you're listening to this when it goes out and you're celebrating Christmas, I hope you have a really nice time and uh, get to have some time off and chill out from uh, another busy year of being freelance. Come join us in the community, won't you? And uh, I'll see you for season 10 in January. And again, if you're listening to this as it goes out, there's a chance to win a six-month biscuit subscription simply by telling me which of the 200 episodes has been your favourite, which has made an impact on you. In no more than 200 words, tell me about your favourite of the 200 episodes and, uh, yeah, the difference it has made to your freelance career or the way you have built your life around being freelance. Details are at beingfreelance.com right there on the homepage as to how you can get involved and uh, yes if you're listening to this far in the future then hopefully there'll be some lovely posts from other people Whoop. for you to read up there anyway um, I'm off to enjoy a lovely Christmas thanks so much for listening and yeah all the best being freelance <laughs> <laughs>